Hello, and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Jack Paxton, co-founder at Viper.io. Hope you enjoy it. So, Jack Paxton, co-founder of Viper, uh, welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights. Thank you so much for having me, and it was uh, great, great running into you and meeting you at MicroConf. Yeah, it was a fantastic conference. Uh, still talking to people about it, um, still talking to people that uh, I met there as well. Uh, so, so yeah, we got talking, uh, and I was interested because um, I think your background is is similar to mine. You've got uh, you have an agency, a consultancy uh, at the moment, uh, top mm-hmm. growth marketing, and you do quite a lot of um, paid um, paid marketing for people, paid advertising. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. from that background, uh, you've uh, you've spun up uh, a SaaS product of your own. So um, I'm intrigued to find, to, to understand, to learn um, what happened in that process. Yeah, sure. So uh, originally I started buying, uh, you know, Facebook ads and Google ads about seven, eight years ago. And then over time worked up through agencies and freelancing, then starting my own agency. And then, uh, you know, in a constant battle to get lower cost per acquisition, whether it leads customers or traffic, um, we found that contests and giveaways did really, really well in allowing us to scale that top of the funnel uh, awareness traffic and first touch point. And so we then went about building Viper with my um, co-founder, Kevin. And so we built the, we built the, I suppose, the framework, a super terrible first version. <laughs> and, um, and then that got picked up on Product Hunt. And uh, yeah, surprisingly, everybody loved it. People were asking where they could buy it. And so we, you know, opened up the, the service so that everybody else could use it um, and everybody else could uh, kind of start running contests and giveaways through the Viper platform. And then ever since then, which was about uh, two, three years ago, um, yeah, we've been focusing on uh, improving that product. And now it's sort of, you know, we started off with, um, gamification and then we decided that's way too broad and so we had you know pop-ups content upgrades contests giveaways all that sort of stuff now we just focused on contests and giveaways because we found that was the one that was driving the growth and people getting the most value from and then recently introduced reward programs so it's very much so around the like referral marketing gamification sort of aspect and I guess um, a lot of your customers or buyers would be in the e-commerce space. Would they be like e-commerce stores, people like that? Yeah. So it was a great, uh, I suppose, marriage between, you know, a marketing agency and then a software product that runs giveaways and contests because you're right, the, the model works really well with e-commerce um, just because the B2C nature of e-commerce is much more open to the concept of giveaways and contests, whereas the B2B is not as exciting. Like, you know, you're not super excited to go share 12 months of free hosting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I could be. (laughs) (laughs) So take us through, uh, you know, how Viper 
actually you know works in terms of like you know what what you've found work works best what con uh contest types and uh you know what the process is so i come to viper uh you know i'm interested i think sam i've got an e-commerce store i think this might work for me take me through my customer journey yeah so we have like a range of of users really so you are right we do have a lot of e-commerce but we definitely have some SaaS companies and b2b stuff um so you know where we saw a lot of success with with the guys over at founder magazine they constantly run stuff and so but really the the core of running a campaign like this is you really need to set a remarkable prize to get remarkable results so if you're setting something that is you know a hundred dollar gift card to walmart you're not going to get, you know, the res like great results from that. But for example, the guys uh, who do really well are ones that do, you know, incredible giveaways. Um, so the prizes are really high value or high perceived value. So it doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. It could be a really high perceived value, like, um, you know, um, Universal Music uses us a lot to create artist giveaways and the way that they can get so much engagement and so much growth is because they offer, you know, VIP tickets and meet and greet and to hang out with the artists. So that doesn't necessarily cost a lot of money, but it's a really, really high perceived value. So the guys that do really well are the ones who create prizes that their target market really wants and really values. Because when you do that, they're much more willing to share it with their friends, family and coworkers to get a much better result. So the same with um, how Found Magazine does it. They create a, because they're obviously gearing it towards the kind of entrepreneur. And so they give away like, you know, 12 months free Shopify. They give away a bunch of their courses. They give away consulting hours, that sort of stuff. So all up, it doesn't really cost them that much money uh, for the results that they get. It's just they create a really high perceived value. So ideally, the first step is to think about what your target market really wants. And is the prime going to create shareable? Like, like, are they going to be excited to share it? Or are they going to be like, oh, I don't really want to share this with, on my Facebook feed? Um, that's a good indicator of, you know, if you've got a good prize or not. If you if ask a few friends, hey, would you be willing to share this on your feed to win this prize? If they say no, you probably need to go and rethink your prize. Um, but that, that's the biggest part of the contest is choosing a good prize. Afterwards, it gets a lot easier because you can set up um, different types of rewards. So once you've got your prize, you choose how you want to reward people. Do you want to give it a first place and have a leaderboard? Um, do you want to have a random winner so everybody has a chance of winning? Or do you want to do milestone rewards? So do you want to have everybody competing against themselves to then uh, you know, collect points and then unlock prizes as they collect more and more points? So the idea of a contest is that you have the prize, people enter, they collect the points, and then you reward them based on how you want uh, with those points. Um, so that's the main things. Uh, where Viper differentiates, and we found a lot of our success, was uh, what we call bonus actions, whereas it's the opportunity to incentivize uh, pretty much anything on the internet uh, with the points. So obviously you've got a point system in your contest, and they can win points by referring others. And this other option is by completing bonus actions. So we see a lot of people doing really uh, creative bonus actions doing really well too. So that might be uh, leaving product reviews. It might be liking your Facebook, Instagram accounts. It might be sharing a Facebook post, 
reading and sharing a blog post. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can incentivize people to complete things using that point system. And so we find that not only does the business owner collect the email, they also end up collecting followers, engagement, and a bunch of other stuff by using those uh, bonus actions. Um, but those are the three main things uh, that you really need to focus on when you're setting up a contest or giveaway. Um, the rest of it is pretty standard and everybody usually does it. It's kind of like, you know, cheating, monitor, monitoring, that sort of stuff, um, engagement emails, that sort of thing. Um, but those three are what I would say people need to focus on the most when they're looking to set up a campaign like this. Fantastic. So how have you been uh, marketing Viper? Uh, I guess it by uh, eating your own dog food? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, um, there's a few things that we've done and a few things that worked, a few things that haven't. So I'll start off, I'll start off with what worked. Um, so we put a, a lot of emphasis on education and training. So we do kind of like a, a training webinar that works really well. Whereas you have, you know, the front end offer that we drive as free training whether it be Facebook ads, because that's obviously what is easy for us to teach. Um, email marketing, which we've learned a lot about now because we obviously deal with a lot of leads. And so we, we position a free training course on that, which then leads into a special offer for Viper uh, plus more training. And, and that backs out into email drips and flows and that sort of thing. And so the main driver for us is definitely, uh, the main converter is definitely the email list. So we just need to, think about how we can create value and get people onto that email list for as cheap as possible, really. So uh, the, the webinar funnel is one of them. Um, we definitely do run some SaaS bundle giveaways. Uh, that was how we first validated uh, leaderboard concept. We ran a big giver SaaS giveaway. We partnered up with, I think it was like 10, 10 or 12 um, big SaaS companies um, so that we would attract people who actually have businesses because you only want to win you know, a ClickFunnels account or free hosting if you've got something to host or something to market. <laughs> so we created those SaaS bundles and that really kicked off our email, email list. So it went from like, I don't know, it was probably like a few hundred or something to like 10,000 or so um, just wow. from that one contest. And that was how we sort of kicked off that initial, um, I suppose, email marketing list. And then from there, we've been growing as well, doing partnerships. Partnerships has worked really well. So joining up with like, for example, the founder guys um, and doing uh, what the most successful thing is probably like joint uh, Facebook group lives, that sort of stuff. Guest posting uh, that's done really well. Um, again, though, everything kind of leads back for what we've seen is the more education and value you're going to provide up front um, of like how to do things or lessons we've learned that people can avoid making mistakes that we made. Uh, the more likely they are to read that content uh, and then that's an introduction to your brand and then you just need to build up the amount of touch points you have with them. So, you know, can you get them in your Facebook group? Can you get them on your email list? Can you get them to watch your webinar? So funneling them into all those different channels um, after we do that joint collaboration with someone. That sounds fantastic. So you, you started off with the, the contest. You've now added uh, reward programs. Uh, do you see this developing into a, a, a bigger platform or, or do you think that's as far as it goes? Um, I think I think that's going to be as far as it goes. I think rewards programs and giveaways and contests kind of go hand in hand. They're very similar. 
Um, what we found is when we had like pop-ups and content upgrades in there as well, they're two very different services. So it didn't necessarily make sense to have them all in one tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we do build more tools, I think they're going to be under separate brands because I think we want to be known for Viper is like, you know, the viral marketing tool for generating leads and customers through gamification and incentivization. So that, that sort of like fits in uh, with contest and reward programs. Once you start getting into kind of like pop-ups and content upgrades and stuff, it's still somewhat incentivization, but it's like a long way from <laughs> a giveaway or a contest. So how do you um, tell me, how do you manage your time juggling uh, top growth marketing, your, your agency and Viper and probably knowing the sort of guy you are, you've probably got two or three other great ideas as well. Yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, Yeah. I would say like the hard part is, is delegating stuff. Um, So yeah, a few things here. There's every day you obviously wake up and there's a lot to do. So uh, a few things that I try and do is one sort of have a really strict regimen with um, using Trello for task management and my calendar for allotting time when I should be doing stuff. So those two things really help organize, you know, where you're spending your time, uh, prioritizing what you need to do or something else that someone else can do. Um, So delegation and also, uh, giving people, so for example, in the agency, giving people a large incentive to be kind of like an upper level management person so that they can take a lot of the responsibility that I was originally in charge of. So promoting people internally to then have more responsibility in the uh, company so that it can be managed more with less of my time. So yeah, I would say those are the few ways that I do kind of like try and manage all these different projects at once, but yeah, it's definitely hard. And, um, I think at some point I'm going to have to slow down for sure <laughs> because it is a, it's definitely draining. And I think, uh, you know, it's definitely a great idea diversifying a little bit and having multiple projects because it's exciting when you've got like one project and you're like, okay, I've, you know, worked on this for the last eight hours or so I want to kind of like change it up to something for a little bit. And so you do get to have a bit more fun. And the other thing is with the agency, it's a great testing ground for all of our products. So we introduce the product uh, with a lot of clients and, you know, we test it with them. So it's like, you know, what are the results they're getting? What are the best configurations for a rewards program? Uh, what's working? What's not? Is something broken? Is the user understanding it? Because if you're a SaaS company, you don't necessarily have that opportunity to test it in real life with real businesses. You really only get to see what your customers are telling you. Um, so if you actually get to go and use it with clients and that sort of thing, you learn a lot more from actually setting it up yourself in an e-commerce business. Um, and they obviously give you the feedback as well, whether it's working for that, but you can also hundred percent transparent into all of their stats and everything. So it's not just the customer being like, Oh, it didn't work. That's it. It's like, okay, it didn't work. Where didn't it work? And you can look at all that data too. So they definitely complement each other as well. Yeah, that's great. I, uh, I was wondering just how much synergy there, there would be between those, those two businesses. I mean, obviously Viper was born out of your experience with, with top growth and knowing what works on, on Facebook and, you know, both B2C and, and you said, you know, B2B uh, even, but uh, 
it's it's a great testing ground, as you say, to then go back and uh, and, and prove this stuff works before before you uh, let the whole world buy it from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, are you are you thinking about coming out with a product? <laughs> yeah, I'm always thinking about products. Uh, you know, I've had a couple of product, uh, plenty of product ideas actually in the past, and spun off a couple of things. Uh, yeah. But I haven't done anything for a while, and um, you know. I think I'm very similar to you in the, you know, in the course of just running agency, you do come across ideas. It's a, it's a, a very, very common pattern that a lot of bootstrap mm. business that I, but SaaS businesses that, that I see, they're either a, you know, a technical like developer founder who's scratching their own itch or they're a, you know, mm. uh, an agency person who's seen something that, uh, you know, a client would need. Uh, and they build it for that client and, and then they then sell it to a lot of other folks as well. It's yeah. It's yeah. And I think there's always like, you know, when you've got an agency, you want a product and when you've got a product, you want an agency or like, <laughs> you know, product service sort of thing. So it's like the grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> that's very well put. Uh, Jack, that's fantastic. I'm going to leave it there because I don't think we can top that as, a, as an ending. Thank you very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Great to have met you at Microcom. No doubt I'll see you there next year. And I'm um, yeah. looking forward to hearing yeah. more about the progress of Viper. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me. And it was an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, we'll stay in touch and I'll see you next year. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jack. For more info on Viper, please visit viper.io. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time.